The Flap is an unrivaled talk show featuring in-depth conversations on technology, life, love, comics, and fatherhood. Hosted by founding members of Paper Keg, Dale underscore A, and Slim. It's uh, great to be back. I can't even believe it's been a year. seems like only uh, 10 months ago we recorded our last episode of The Flap. I think the, as history shows, I think it's, we're averaging one episode a year, maybe. We're scum. <laughs> we're such scum. We started out hot and, you know, we, we, it started to whimper. But, you know, Paper Keg launched a Patreon recently one of the tiers was my wife was going to start a podcast i personally don't know the status of that nobody knows she's like a lead box mm-hmm. to my x-ray vision so we we you know we you and i talked we gotta we gotta kick this flap up a notch yeah we gotta do something at least to uh you know cover cover and uh, nurture the wounds yeah probably still fresh and and our patreon backers wounds <laughs> obviously so i was looking through the notes the last time we chatted the so the the mini mini description is in this episode this is the flap 11 last february 2015 in this episode dale talks about his son taking a dump in target <laughs> and topics include losing weight on an elliptical tracking your food with an app Possibly running a 5K, switching to Android, and uh, an update on putting our kids to bed. Jeez Louise. So this ep- this 2016 one episode is just going to be, we could probably just use the same audio file <laughs> and just plug it in for uh, the new episode. Nobody would know because it's been a year since they listened. How how often had you been on the elliptical since since this episode in February 2015? Oh my gosh, uh, that honestly might have been the tail end of my elliptical-ing. real oh. real talk. Yeah, like a like a big gross heffalump. I uh, you know, it's what happened. It's I I don't know. I don't know what happened. It's tough, and the time I was able to devote. Obviously, got sucked up somewhere else, and I am currently trying to uh, uh, gain back or lose back what I gained back from it because uh, it's it's tough, and you know, trying to hold yourself to a higher standard by you know publicly posting your stuff. It's just you know. It works. It worked for me for a while, but in reality, you know, I just uh, lost, lost it. I don't know. I don't hmm. know. I got no real good explanation for that, Slim. But so what do you think of the status is of the PK five K, which now friend of the show, Ren Mike D, has started to to take up running. He's now into the idea of yeah. a paper keg five K. So now that's even added pressure. That's, I mean, I'm super excited that's that he would be down with that. That's awesome. High five, Ren Mike D. 
Um, I'm really interested in doing it. And uh, if anything, my experience with a 5K is when after recording our flap episode last year, we hung out in Amish country and went to a local park on uh, a random Saturday or Sunday morning. And it was, I remember the day vividly because it was, it was like the Amish Olympic Games that day at the park. <laughs> there were these events, there were tents set up, there were like Amish playing volleyball in their Amish clothes. There was like an Amish 5K that day with numbers. But we did a mock 5K, which it, I mean, I think it turned out to be a 5K, right? Yeah, we did. Yeah. Uh, it was tough. I mean, I was not, I was ill equipped. To handle that, and you were kind enough to stick with me, and uh, I was sucking air by the time you know half that thing was over, and my feet were shredded like I was walking on broken glass, like I was trying to uh, walk over uh, the test to to achieve the next color in my taekwondo belt. <laughs> but I'm ex- But I would seriously like to consider put my hat in the ring for a 5k i can't promise much more than a 5k right but i wouldn't expect more right 5k is a big big step you know some people that are do it they they use those apps like uh at vicious koala started using one of those catch to 5k apps oh really it starts it starts you like you know you walk for a little bit and then you run for a little bit and mm-hmm. it tells you when to stop and start so that your body gets kind of acclimated to the new thing mm-hmm. so that you don't like run too long. And then you're like, F this, this sucks. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not going to say that it's not going to happen. That thought process anyway. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, that's, I mean, it's not a bad thought. I, that something like that, taking the, uh, taking the hustle outdoors is the first thing that comes to mind is just like the investment I need to make on having my phone with me if I go outdoors and having uh, ear f- plugs, earphones that are going to stay in my gross ears. <laughs> I hate ear f- ear earbuds as it is. I mean, how do you deal? Like, they don't even stay in I, when I'm sitting I, on my um, desk. What's uh, what's Tim's Twitter name? From, oh, uh, uh, oh, yeah. Tim. What, I, he's got a weird Twitter name. I think it's like his, it's Tim and his last name, but he recommended these. Um, Tim Van Altreef. Is that there his? you go. I'm trying to think of what the name of this is. Spring. It's um, it's a little plastic dealy that hooks onto your Apple earbuds, mm-hmm. and it looks kind of like a bent spoon that like grips the earbuds, so that when you put it in your ear, the top part holds onto the top part of your ear so it holds the earbuds in place oh. so i can't run without these the earbuds okay. don't stay in my ear period but they work they're springs yeah they work they're like 10 10 bucks that's not bad it's genius but what about so what about your sweaty earbuds are you like constantly sniffing your earbuds after you <laughs> get done a run because that's that's the first thing that comes to mind for me i would i would be repulsed by what's behind those audio screens inside the ear i mean it's you know it's I'm not sure. It's not pretty. It can't be pretty. I just got a mental image of like this creepo getting done a run and then like bending over and smelling his earbuds on the side of the road. And I'm just like horrified by that mental image. Like really digging his nose in there. Right. Um, 
I mean, maybe Not we all. just shouldn't run together at the PK. <laughs> Like it is horrifying me. That's like something my son does. He smells everything. He'll like he'll play on his iPad and then smell his finger if he wins a game of like air hockey <laughs> right, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um but no, I don't smell my earbuds. The I actually started I lost Where? my like running band in Paris. And that's where you carry your phone in, right? Is yeah. That... So I had to but on top of that, it was cold enough that I got like a running jacket. It's like a you know glorified windbreaker, mm-hmm. um, and it's actually kind of cool. I got it at Target for like I feel like we got it like for ten bucks, some no name brand. But it's got like a hole in the sleeves are long, and there's a hole in the sleeve for your thumb, so like mm-hmm. your thumb can go through, so you can kind of cover up a large part of your hand when you're running mm-hmm. outside. So I can sneak my phone into that, and that holds the phone. Um, so that's kind of cool. The um yeah, the running band is is big. I know a lot of people use those like arm bands. But mm-hmm. I never got into those for some reason. Yeah, I I don't I honestly I probably couldn't even get into an arm band. I just picture this my six S not my six S, my six plus six, yeah. Just taking up like three quarters of my uh You'd have to wear it like a backpack. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I probably would. <laughs> The uh, although it's funny because running in groups, like with people I know, kind of weirds me out in general because I prefer to listen to music when I run mm-hmm. to get into my special place. And when I was running, when I was running in France, which is like a douchey comment to start a, a story okay. off with, so I apologize. Some folks I, might know the backstory to that, but I <laughs> I ran with my boss, and I like. We've ran together a few times, but, like, I can't, like, listen to music and then, like, run with someone because, you know, you might stop, you might talk. Right. So, I, like, I never, I had them in just because from, like, force of habit, and then I ended up just taking them out when we are running. Um, And then when I came home, it was, like, I was an idiot because I started getting comfortable running in, like, 30-degree weather and 25-degree weather. And then it was, like, 10 or 15 degrees out one morning. So I was like, I'm just going to go out. I haven't ran in a few days. I'm getting like, you know, ornery. Mm-hmm. So I went out and my phone fr- like froze. Wow, really? Like my, my iPhone 6S like will shut off if it's like less than 30 degrees out, no matter really? what battery life it is. Yeah. And it'll tell me that it's like dead. But as soon as I plug it in, it's like back on with its right percentage. So like half mile into my run, my phone, I went to take a picture my phone shut off. So that I lost like my run data and music, and I was like, "What the hell do I do now? I guess I just have to run without music. Like, what is this? It's weird." That's got to so. be odd because you're just like, I mean, you now around your house you have a route, so at least you know where you could go. But I would just be like, with no music, I'd be like, "Where am I at in this run? Where did I start? <laughs> where did I end?" Yeah, I don't. It was super weird. The, like, I didn't feel, like, I stopped a lot more because it was, it was, like, brutally cold. I shouldn't have gone outside. And I was, like, able to, like, stop and not worry about it, like, affecting my run stats. Mm -hmm. So that was, like, a whole other world that, like, I guess this is how people ran in, you know, before 2007 or whatever, like, all (laughs) those many years ago. So that was kind of interesting. But, yeah, running in groups is is weird. When I do five Ks, I listen to music. I think they tell you you're not really supposed to because you might 
miss something or whatever. Like an but announcer I never, or something. Yeah, maybe. But I never really, I've never run like a 5K recently with people I know. So I don't know. But I think if I did, I'd probably still listen to music because. Mm-hmm. I And I wouldn't, I mean, just for me, I wouldn't want to re- take away from your experience. I, I remember when I was just trying to talk in Lancaster, I was just sucking air so hard that I couldn't, I wasn't in the mood to talk, but. I did need to like stop and take breaks, and when you're like walking, just to try to catch your breath, I guess it's like conversation is mandatory, but it doesn't have to be. Yeah, like I think yeah, when you're running with someone, you kind of like sometimes conversation comes up, and you're you're like you might be going up a hill, and your senses are like you know so slow at that point (laughs) that you're like you're barely having a conversation while you're going up a hill. And then uh, you get home and change, and then you go to Dutch Wonderland and walk around the whole day with your family <laughs> on shredded feet. So that was uh, how delicate are your feet that that you know that run just destroyed things, or maybe those shoes aren't for maybe those aren't good running shoes. They might not be. I mean, they're good elliptical shoes, but I don't know if it was uh, you know maybe my foot sliding around uh, inside. <laughs> maybe the eight and a half wide is too wide for a. A running shoe. Did you just, when you got back to the house that we rented, did you just like take your shoe and just start smelling it just to get that, you know, just like your earbuds? I mean, as soon as somebody was looking, I probably, (laughs) I probably like, I would have shoved my fingers in there to see if my shoes were wet and then I would (laughs) have swirled them under my nose. We're not rooming in the same house anymore. (laughs) We're going to get separate homes. Who was on Who was on Android the last time we talked? Was that me or you? That would have been me and my Nexus Six. Wow! And uh, I was I it had to have been, I guess because, or maybe it was us. We probably were both, but I, I distinctly remember you getting the six, and I think that would have been last year. Mm-hmm. When it was January to January to March, maybe. Something I had it, and I and I switched back to iOS. I mean, uh, as much as I wanted to like my Android experience, I think anything beyond the Google portion of an Android experience just isn't fun. Mm. And, and maybe now I know you've had some better luck with cameras on newer phones, but as as late as the uh, my Nexus Six. You had to. I mean, you could count to six before a picture would be taken. After, be like before hitting the shutter button, you could count to six before a picture being taken, and that is just not, um, not acceptable. It's not acceptable. No, it is very not acceptable. Yeah, that was junk. The uh, yeah, I've I've probably gotten worse since we last talked. I I do have some kind of addiction happening. My wife hates it. <laughs> Like I had, uh, I bought the 6P to goof around with mm-hmm. and the downsides of that one are it doesn't have like OIS, it doesn't stabilize video when you take it. So it's kind of just like weird. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a five, like of the negatives for that phone. It's like, it doesn't have OIS. Now why would, now why would they remove a feature like I don't, that? I don't know. I don't know. It's a, it starts at 499. And like everything else is is great about that phone, but and then there's like a weird thing with like the camera where it doesn't process HDR photos fast. So like if I snap like two photos with auto HDR on, and then I swipe to go look at them, it's 
processing the HDR photo still. Like, well, it's 2016. How's that even like physically possible <laughs> right. on a 500 hour phone? Yeah. But the I, then I got the S6, which probably has the best software on Android. Like people like will rate photos that you take, but I feel like that's that's like half the battle on Android. It's like you know it has to work when you when you open the camera app. Like it, there there can't mm-hmm. be like a lag or whatever. And right. I, and I think that the S6 is probably the best software okay. for a camera. Because that's that. I mean, you don't think of it, but like you said, it's 2016, and the fact that you couldn't open the camera from a lock screen and take a picture. You know, without like being able to count seconds, mm-hmm. that's debilitating. Yeah, I was actually talking to somebody at work today because I I remarked I he was eating lunch and I was like, oh, is that a One Plus that you have? And he's like, oh, I can't believe you recognize that. So we started to talk about Android phones for like thirty minutes, mm-hmm. and he was thinking about getting a phone. He has like uh, he was thinking about it, like, well, I could get the Five S or I could get this phone. And I was telling him like the same thing I just said that. Then the the six P, as on its like software that comes out of the box, like there are times where I like I double tapped the camera, and like the camera app wouldn't open, mm-hmm. and like that moment's gone. Like when you have kids, that's like mm-hmm. uh, that's like prime time photo taking. Like you have to have a camera app open mm-hmm. the second that it should. Otherwise, you're like get this phone out of my face. This is yeah, junk. You really are because you're just because then you're just carrying around this phone trying to capitalize on moments that you can't capitalize on. So you're just carrying around this phone in your hand. Like you can't put it away. You can't put it down because you're just always hoping that you're going to be able to do it. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, the, I have the 6S now and there's like never a time where like I want to take a photo and I'm like, oh, the camera app stalled or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that has, Apple has that down. But. So, yeah, I, uh, yeah, so. I think, uh, yeah, and other than the Google suite of apps, like just every app that I would use, every major app, uh, app maker has an app on Android now, but it's just like the versions are old and they don't get paid attention to. It's like, come on. So yeah, you, I, I, remember, I remember you hating the uh, Jawbone app or whatever app you used to log food you were super annoyed at. Yeah, my main... Uh, app was my fitness pal which uh under armor bought i think it's still called that but uh so i tried j- jawbone and jawbone was nigh nigh on useless on uh, android <laughs> couldn't use it i feel like jawbone is just going to get sold to some company any day now like they seems like that they're they're discounting their jawbone bands all the time fitbit i feel like fitbit's probably eating their lunch mm. as much as i hate to say it mm-hmm it's yeah, it's possible. It's just fit just uh just the the outer presence that Fitbit gives off. It seems like they're just got it more together. And you got an Apple yeah. Watch the last in the last year. Oh too. yeah, so I, I I went back to iOS in March or April and I then I committed to the Apple Watch and it I love it. Even though I don't there's probably not much I do on it. I love it for the notifications alone. I don't have to take my phone out of my pocket. I don't have to lift it up off of my desk. I just look at the notifications. I love how it's, you know, native. You know, you're kind of limited uh, with what you could, 
with what smartwatch you could get and be able to take advantage of everything you can do on your iPhone. So I'll get, you know, so when Apple Watch is probably makes the most sense to be able to take advantage of Siri and stuff like that. But I love it. I would like to get a new band soon, but you know, watch bands for these things are it's like a whole other watch. Cost. Yeah, it is. But uh I mean the uh, the price around Christmas time and I think they're they still are the price uh on at like Best Buy and Target. It's like two ninety nine for the big watch, two forty nine. Yeah, it's a good deal. You know, I, I won't lie to you and say I haven't considered it. Yeah. Right. I'm not sure. I mean I'm not gonna lie to you. You're only um, you're only a man, you're only human. <sighs> I'm only human. I have needs. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm all in. I mean, my wife has the uh, 6S. So that's a pretty piece right there. I mean, just unlocking the thing is instantaneous. I'm sure that won't last forever because my 6 uh, Plus is just feeling a little sluggish, and I know yeah. it's not mental. It's not. It might be time to upgrade. It might be time to upgrade. I mean, it's the only way. And uh, oh, let's see what else. I mean, uh, it's been a whole year. My kids are five and a half and three and a half now. We bought them for Christmas. They got the Amazon Fire Kids tablet. Which, boy, if you have kids and they have uh, proof of they have tested and used kids YouTube then th- that's all that a tablet is to a kid. That's all a phone is. That's all a tablet is. And once they've had that and you try to take it away, it's a rough adjustment. It's like... So wait, the tablet does or does not have YouTube kids? It does not have YouTube oh. kids. Because you're in the... You are in the Amazon ecosystem with an Amazon uh, software shell what? over top of Android. What about those like how-to uh, links? They they weren't mm-hmm. helpful in getting YouTube kids on there. I was so close to getting it loaded that it was even more disappointing when it didn't <laughs> load. Uh, so the way uh, supposedly around it is, you just download an Android file explorer, and then you find the kids YouTube APK file. You're basically installing it outside of the Google App Store, which is not available on Amazon. Uh, I found it. You try to open it up, and it says it needs, uh, which which is, every Android phone has it, but it's, I think, Google Play Services, mm-hmm. and it's always getting updated. Well, you need that installed. Well, you got to find that. you got to find the APK for that, which exists. As soon as you try to load that, it says it's not compatible oh. with this tablet. And I don't know, there and there are walkthroughs of an older version of the kids' tablet or the Amazon ecosystem tablet that it worked. So eventually they, it just stopped working. Like they cut it off or something. So I try to keep it quick, but the Amazon kids' tablet is a rough, rough, rough thing to get into because it's it's really cool looking for the kids when you create a kid's profile they can log in and they see all this stuff that's available to them from Amazon Prime and Amazon Free Time, which is like a, a if you have Amazon Prime, you can you get a year free of it, but it's like a couple dollars and you get books and apps and videos. But if you just if you look at the tablet, you see all these icons for everything that's there. There's no rhyme or reason to it, but 
to a kid who just wants to open up the uh, you know the Berenstain Bears icon. It doesn't tell you that all these icons first need to be downloaded and installed. Mm. Uh, and with a, for a kid who has no patience, they tap it, and then they may or may not see like a little orange status bar where it needs to load for the first time. But some of these apps are like a gig in size. And when your Amazon Kids tablet isn't downloading the app, the app in any, with any sort of speed, they just like, they'll queue up like 50 apps because nothing's working. Uh, and the big, I mean, the big obvious draw for the Amazon Kids Fire TV is it's $100 and it's like two years super warranty if it's for any reason it needs to be replaced they'll replace it no questions asked which is pretty amazing and if you if you are invested in amazon amazon's ecosystem with like movies and stuff like that it's really cool because i'm not i I say it's really cool like i just listed other five other really cool features of the tablet no (laughs) but under your profile, you can log in and grant access to your kids' profile of like any kids' movies or TV shows that you have purchased under the Amazon ecosystem. So, like Hotel Transylvania, I can I can you know allow my kids to see, and it'll show up in their their little carousel, and they can watch it, which is which is the nicest feature of the kids' tablet because if you're a kid as old as Grayson, who is just, 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 just starting to sound out words. There's no, like, kid. the big feature of the kids' YouTube is the microphone search. There's none of that on the Amazon Fire tablet. Mm. So if you wanted to search for something, you have to search, hit the magnifying glass, and type in what you want. Otherwise, you're just, Amazon Fire tablet is just throwing up these icons at you, and you just got to wade through it and find something you want to watch. But it's like a baptism by fire. Like, that's what it is. Sorry, I can't put kids' YouTube on there. And it's only $100. Like, so <laughs> deal. Like, deal yeah, with it. I was about to say that that's like those tablets are like the lowest barrier to entry mm-hmm. into the tablet game. And they're, I just think they're just had them on sale today for like, you get one for like 60 bucks or something crazy. That's so cheap. It's so cheap. And it's, I mean, it's functional. Mm-hmm. But it's, What's worse than Android is Amazon's version of Android, which is you can't download like a legit YouTube player. There's like all these shady ones in the Amazon App Store, like Tube Player for YouTube, it's called, and it might be 99 cents, but it's not. What is it? It's going to infect everything in your house yeah, probably as soon as you download it. It's going to steal your crap. <laughs> uh, so that's that. I, I For Valentine's Day, I gifted my wife. And I, I can't talk about this until next year's episode, but I I gifted her the Amazon Echo. Oh, cool! She was she was very excited to get one, so I got it for her. But I haven't opened it yet. I feel like that when that came out, people were kind of like pooping on it. But now the it's people like, were, people are using it, and now there's Spotify on it. There's like other services. People are starting to be like, okay, this is really cool. Yeah, it's it's pretty. It's cool how the their even their commercials are just making it like marketable to everybody it it it's it seems like a cool device to have in the house mm. so i can't wait to uh crack it open this weekend and and test it yeah james james is still pretty hardcore into the youtube kids 
app, although he started to branch out into the more Minecraft and the Lego games, which mm. he it took him three months, but he started playing with his 2DS. And then once I showed him that the Lego demo they had on the DS, we could play together on the Xbox. That's like kind of what he's been wanting to do for the past two nights oh, is play Batman and Robin. And then when I came home tonight, he was playing Rocket League by himself, <laughs> and it was pretty pretty cool. We were on the same team. We played against two bots. That one's a little harder, but it's still mm-hmm. fun. You're still just like a, kind of like a remote control car trying to kick a soccer ball into a net. So that's cool. Yeah, he's starting to get um, more into those games. Mm-hmm. That's cool. And he does okay with. Can he like build stuff in Minecraft and stuff like that? He builds some crazy stuff in Minecraft. He builds like little towers. He's into building homes. Once we, f- once I found out that we could be in the same world together on my iPhone as his iPad, mm-hmm. that was like. That's cool. Huge for us. So so we were like building houses next to each other. He was like asking me for help to like build his roof. And he starts to like he's he's watched so many YouTube videos that like when he's building or when he's building Legos, which he's so into now, like legit Legos, he's like, Okay, so I'm gonna build I'm gonna put the wheels on now. So like he talks as if he's talking to a YouTube audience of you know. <laughs> oh of, my god, of, that's of adorable. <laughs> And I don't think he realizes he does it, but he's just so used to like people doing that uh-huh. when he watches them. I wonder if he even realizes it. That's adorable. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so we signed him up for the Lego like monthly play thing. Play it's called. Mm-hmm. Where they like ship you, you know, bags of Lego sets and then when you're done you just send it back. So we'll see how that goes. Could you pick like with that service, could you pick like age brackets or like themes? I, to be honest, Amanda set up sign oh, okay. up for it, so I'm not sure. That's uh, neat, though. The exact details, mm-hmm. but I think you can sign up for like you can pick like the license licenses ones or like Lego City mm-hmm. or you know give me the Star Trek, Star Wars stuff and like Marvel stuff or whatever. But um, one guy at work is really into it with his son and he buys like minifigs a lot like mm. the counterfeit like minifigs with like, they're called like um world build like if you google like build team or something like on ebay mm-hmm. that's like well the minifig stuff is huge in general but i guess like for kids like you can get like a set of the avengers it's like some kind of japanese oh, company yeah. that like builds like the same <laughs> thing uh-huh he he also bought um the at at set like third hand where he bought it. I think it was like discounted, whatever that thing's probably like $200. He probably got it for like 80 or whatever. And he had to buy the instructions separate. He had to buy like the at, at instruction oh. set for like $5 or something like that. So he's hardcore into it. Wow. That's pretty cool though. Cause to a kid, I mean the, uh, Whatever you said, team leg, team build. Yeah, it's some Whatever. weird, you know, it, it almost feels like a bad translation. Mm-hmm. The uh, With our tax money, I think we're going to get the Quickie Mart Lego set as like uh-huh. a family build. And <laughs> maybe we'll, like, we'll set that up in like the dining room forever. <laughs> maybe, my, maybe by the next time we record a flap, we'll have done our 5K. Who knows? Well, hopefully knows? it won't be that long. I think we said that the last episode too. And then a year yeah. passed. 
Yeah, like I think last episode, I think we went, we said, we went out of our way to say, let's go out of our way to not make this a yearly thing. <laughs> and here it is, it's like a year and three days later. But well, now we, we now we feel guilt that we have to put out some flap episodes. So maybe, mm-hmm. you know, maybe a year won't pass. Maybe it'll be a week. Maybe two weeks. Because it's quite easy. I mean, we. Uh, you know, to to, uh, to flip open the hood here for a second for all our listeners, we record Paper Keg before this. We could just stay on and record and talk about this kind of stuff. And and you have to keep detailed notes of when, like you know, you poop your pants or sure, I mean, you know, some kind of embarrassing situation happens when I'm trying to struggle when I'm struggling to be a father <laughs> to my kids who are you know running amok. When your wife, you know, doesn't clean the dishes or some kind of wacky scenario. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, just leaves me. I'll I'll get it. I'll say. You know, she needs a rest. Yeah. Sure. Sure. She does. I mean, I, yeah, I get that. (laughs) It's fine. I need rest too, but I guess, you know, I'll sleep when I'm dead. How many hours of sleep do you get a night? I probably get. I can't stay up late anymore. Honest to God, Slim. I mm-hmm. uh, tell me about it before we sign off for this episode. Most nights I'm in bed before eleven, probably by ten. It's rough. I mean, it's rough anymore. I can't do it. I can't stay up after the kids go to bed. I am done. How many hours? Six, seven, five, oh, seven, seven. So how, long, I'd say. how about Jonesy getting four hours of sleep a night? Mm, what's your What's your professional diagnosis on that? Friend of ours, Jonesy, gets Our four dear, hours in, uh, a night. I, honestly, uh, you know, to be sick, I support it because <laughs> I I love the I especially I'm going to edit this out. <laughs> you're going to make it and uh, and like voice over my opinion. <laughs> this is what Dale said. His audio got messed up. Uh, I remember, you know, having that second newborn and I to do, I do anything to, for any, any, any time to myself. Now is, you know, he's got to be careful because he does have a newborn. So I remember when I had read, like I couldn't stay up too late because, you know, after, after a certain time, my wife was like taking me to task and making me get up with the baby too. So, you know, it wasn't it wasn't all puppy dogs and ice cream, but I would kill for any time I could to myself. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I, you know, it's probably not healthy, but I support him. Support him in his endeavors. So your cat walking in the room right now, you're, you're eyeballing, you're side-eyeing something. No, I ju- whatever I just said woke up my Xbox and it's, uh, <laughs> it's doing something now. The help menu just popped up on my Xbox. I don't know what it's I said, so if anybody it's, else is... It's, it's probably pulled up sleep pattern help. It's telling you yeah. <laughs> how much sleep Jonesy should be getting. So if anybody else was listening to this uh, through their Amazon Echo, probably woke up their Xbox. I apologize <laughs> for that. Should we should we wrap it up? Should we keep it short and sweet for, uh, you know, in anticipation of another episode soon? I think, other... could, I think we could look forward to another episode soon. You heard it here first. Next yeah. February 2017. You tune in, you'll hear about our uh, trip to the uh, upstate New York Adirondacks. Oh, God. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. <laughs>